Welcome everybody to a special mini episode of the Filmmakers Roundtable, the podcast dedicated to films, filmmaking, and getting insight from filmmakers working in the industry. I'm Thomas. Marvelous. I will call him Mini Me. <laughs> My name's Dylan Listener. It's great cool. to be back. Cool. So yeah, sorry guys, we didn't uh, do more of these mini episodes, um, but time just uh, wouldn't permit. And uh, to be honest, there wasn't really much to talk about, at least at least from what I think. Uh, there were a few movies that I saw that I wanted to talk about, but yeah, I've been busy with my new job. I moved yeah. out in the time that we've been gone. Yeah. Um. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that in the catch up, but. Before we get to that, I want to just want to say uh, we have an official uh, day, release date for the first episode of season two, April first. And no, it's not April Fool. It's not an April Fool's joke. No. So, but Tom, that's what somebody planning an April Fool's joke would say. That is true. So I don't. Know. I don't know. Guess you have to find out. <laughs> so. Okay, so um, before we get started with today's topic, um, let's do a quick catch-up. So, uh, Dylan, how's the job? I'm, I'm loving it, man. I love my co-workers. I love the area that I'm in. I've been getting to know this new town that I'm in. It, it's a, I, I moved up to uh, Lafayette, uh, working at one of the local news stations, and I, I love it here, man. It's an interesting town. Nice. I've been meeting a lot of really cool people. If you ever get a job in the news industry, you're going to meet tons of people, go tons of places, yeah. both good and bad. Because yeah. I've met my fair share yeah. of yeah. really, really inspiring and nice people. And I've met nice. a few questionable people. Yeah. Like if, yeah. Like if, if it were relevant to the discussion, I'd, I'd tell you about the time that I think we interviewed a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> really well uh we can go into that on a full episode sure so, so like interesting stories from our filmmaking times so because so the, just long story short this guy he he was he was nuts yeah okay but um so yeah, anyway so yeah what have i been up to yes what have you been up to my friend I, i've been up to uh looking for work you know looking for freelance work uh you know trying to decide on a project um i know i've talked about awaken a billion times on the show um but it doesn't look like it's gonna happen for a while so because it's just where i'm at right now i just i need to find work i need to get myself out there and um i'm trying to decide on other projects so uh, on what i want to do because i have other ideas um yeah, and I gotta gotta get some money saved up. Gotta get shit paid off. So, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. So, Adulting, um, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sucks, but you know, it's part of life. So. Hey, it only sucks if you let it suck. Yeah, uh, I would say it hasn't totally sucked. You know, yeah. like today was actually a, a pretty good day. Yeah. So, and uh, I started going to therapy, and uh, today was actually a pretty uh, pretty good session. So. Really. Yeah. Good to hear that, man. Yeah. So, the best part is because I'm friends with the owner because it was the same people we did that documentary with. Uh, oh, really? Anxiety. So I don't have to pay for it. So that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, which is good because that's like a hundred, hundred, hundred fifty dollars an hour, so, or per session. So. Yikes! That's wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, but they gotta they gotta make a living somehow. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that's basically what I've been up to. So, um, I guess let's move on to the topic of today's mini-episode. Probably our last mini-episode. You never know. So, um, oh, and, uh, and for, as for news of Ryan, uh, uh, he wanted to be here, but he's at his girlfriend, or fiancé's place, and, uh, it's their anniversary, so. Aww, congratulations, so, yeah. <laughs> you two, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we wanted to do this live, um, but we couldn't do it on the YouTube channel, um, because you gotta wait 24 hours because we've never, uh, live streamed on the channel before. Um, I know we've talked about, you know, streaming on Twitch, you know, before, but, um, which we, we, we want to do, um, but we gotta figure out because we're gonna be doing this through, we're talking through Skype, so. We're in two um, different locations right now. Yep. Um, so... Yeah. Anywho, um, let's get on to today's subject. Um, the Oscar winners. This is something we wanted to discuss. Um, we're not going to go through every single category. Um, because we we're just gonna... didn't see half of these movies that won. Yeah. Um, some of these movies I really wanted to see, but um, yeah. So we got pulled open our document, and I've got the the list of nominated nominees and actors and winners. So. Yep. Um, yeah, so let's just go down the list. Uh, best Picture, Green Book. So, I uh, didn't see it. I didn't see it. I saw a few trailers for it. I couldn't. I didn't understand. I didn't. I couldn't understand what it was about from the trailer. And I found out. I found out from a guy that I know at work, one of my coworkers, who's also a big film nut, and mm-hmm. actually an aspiring filmmaker as well. Yeah. Uh, he told me that it was about, if I'm remembering him correctly, and we can look this up later to correct myself, but it was about uh, a, a, a driver who was associated with the mafia who was uh, who has to escort the uh, escort this gentleman to somewhere. He uh, yeah, he's escorting a pianist, a concert pianist. Okay. So yeah, I actually have the. Um, the synopsis here dr don shirley is a world-class african-american pianist who is about to embark on a concert tour in the deep south 1962 in need of a driver and protection shirley recruits tony lip a tough talking bouncer from an italian american neighborhood in the bronx so despite their differences the two men soon develop an unexpected bond while confronting racism and danger in the area of segregation so interesting so hmm. i need to see that now i want to go see yeah. that now yeah looks like it's uh, still playing at the regal cinemas in uh, greenwood and the landmark keystone art cinema wherever that is i'll have to check and see if it's playing at the local theater here yeah which um side note the theater up here is awesome because they play a lot more movies they have flashback wednesdays and sundays and they'll nice. play a lot of foreign films as well as musicals nice mm-hmm. okay you gotta come up okay. here sometime yeah i'm definitely thinking about that okay uh so best picture let me let's look at the other nominees i have them pulled in front of me gotcha. uh as do I. nominees n- nominees is black panther black klansman bohemian rhapsody the favorite roma a star is born and vice 
So only we only saw two of these films, right? Um, or at least I've only seen two of them. I, yeah, I've Rhapsody. seen two of them. I saw Black Panther and I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I still need to see A Star Is Born, and I haven't seen Roma. I want to, I really want to see The Favorite. So that looked interesting. That did look. Yeah, it looked. It looked kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it's on this other list which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't think we have much to say. So I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed Black Panther. I didn't. Yeah, I enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy there there, Black there was a lot of there was a lot of um, not controversy, but uh, there's a lot of, like backlash. Like, oh, Black Panther didn't deserve so much praise or like it wasn't that good so i didn't hear about this so i don't have any word on. well i just i don't have word on it either uh like black panther um yeah i don't know i don't don't have much to say so now the now the backlash that i know of for a film was for hmm, i think backlash would be a too strong of a word for bohemian for what happened after bohemian rhapsody came out I still, oh, like for the the changes? Uh, yes, uh, and yeah. some of the stuff that was left out. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, well, well, we we talked about this when we oh, when we? we did an episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, we did. Um, it we we might we might can go more into it on another episode, yeah. but we just we don't want this episode to be too long. Yeah. So, so that's a uh, story for another day. Yeah, yeah, and I we probably already talked about it. Yeah. Uh, in an episode after we saw it yes so you're right you're right we did it's coming back okay now. so um a- anything else um that you like to say about best picture you know differing thoughts uh, for best picture it seemed like we had a pretty uh, uh, uh like a variety bin to choose yeah it's... yeah you have like a black clansman uh another film about segregation or well it's sort of that um and then uh well well actually black panther 2 like a like a racially groundbreaking movie because that was mostly black cast and crew mm-hmm. and then you have roma which i have not seen what was that um, one about? uh let me do a quick google here uh roma here let me do it since you did the first one uh, no i got it right here i got it right here okay uh Okay. Uh, Cleo is one of two domestic workers who help Antonio and Sofia take care of their four children in 1970s Mexico City. Complications soon arise when Ontario Antonio suddenly runs away with his mistress, and Cleo finds out that she's pregnant. When Sofia decides to take ki- the kids on vacation, she invites Cleo for a much-needed getaway to clear her mind. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know. It sounds pretty simple. Um. Okay, I think I know what this is. Um, yeah, Zebra Corner <laughs> did a little joke about this, uh, where he went into movies. So, but uh, that's a different thing. Um, I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, I'd like to see it. So it sounds interesting enough. So, uh, my parents, I believe, saw A Star Is Born, and yeah, I Ryan, they did Ryan enjoy it. yeah, Ryan saw it too. So it was really good. I still need to 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 watch that. So. Have you ever seen um, the original with Barbara Streisand? 
I didn't know it was a original. This there was an original. There so. was. Interesting. Found that out from my parents. Huh. The more you know. Yep, definitely. I guess kind of like a, like a Scarface or yeah, Scarface was technically a remake. What? Yeah, yeah. The or I think it was. It was yeah, yeah. It was Scarface. Yeah. Um. But everybody knows Scarface, you know. Yeah, uh, kind of like I can't. Kind of like how I, a musician I, does a cover of an old song and it becomes more popular than the original. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think we've talked enough about best best picture. So um, now the Green Book also won uh, original screenplay for writing. So, it did. so that's that's also worth noting. And. Uh, um, Maharisha 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 Ali uh, won Best Supporting Actor who is also in the Green Book so interesting along with Regina King in the movie If Beagle Street Could Talk that is correct correct Mm -hmm. so um, and uh, uh, as far as adapted screenplay Black Klansman won so which was let me go down scroll Spike down into the yep yep it, well no it was written it, it was written by Charlie Wachtel and David Rabinozzi and Kevin Wilmot and, and Spike Lee so yeah when they say adapted does that mean it's based on a story or what? I guess it could be no, wait, uh, oh, wait never mind I, I was looking this up. Uh, from visionary filmmaker Spike Lee comes the incredible true story of an American hero. Okay. Yep. Yep. I see it. I got it right in front of me. Adapted so. from historical events. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah. Uh. Didn't see Black Klansman. I want to see it because uh, Evan uh Adam Driver is in it, and uh, I love Adam Driver. So. So. He, he, he's so good. He's the best thing in the new Star Wars movies. I'm trying to remember. There was this, uh, with Adam Driver, there was this one movie he did before... Um, with uh, Harry Potter? Oh, no. It wasn't that. It was... Uh... Daniel Radcliffe, I meant to say. Oh, it was? Oh. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. I, I can't remember, but... <laughs> he's... But uh, Radcliffe uh, in the scene asked him, Can I talk to you about something? And Adam Driver pulls a pan of nachos out of the oven. He's just like, I just had sex and I'm about to eat nachos. (laughs) It's the greatest moment of my life. Unless you screw it up with whatever you're about to say. Do you want to talk? It's about your your cousin. My cousin. It's like incest. She's not my cousin. Yeah, but you're like my brother. And so that incest. So. Jesus. Anyway, yeah, look. The only moment I know out of that is when he, say, he says, "Do you want to talk about the? Do you want to hear the word of the Dark Lord? Dark Lord." <laughs> well, anyway, you can uh, you can you can look at that clip on YouTube. So, yeah, um, we don't have much to say about the other. Uh, although uh, adapted screenplay, A Star Is Born was also nominated, along with If Beagle Street Could Talk. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, yeah. Um, and the ballad of Buster Scruggs with Joel and Ethan Cohen. So, I did not. Interesting. I did not, I did not know that one was out. Yeah. 
So anyway, let's move on to let's touch on leading actor, uh, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody for, won for his portrayal of Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Which so is and one, uh, which is the one thing, uh, which is the one, which is one of the uh, one of the good things about that movie. He looked the part, and yeah. I, I would I want to look into the behind the scenes about this movie and find out. Yeah. What percentage yeah. of that of that movie with the singing bits was the actual vocals from the Queen songs ripped yeah. out and played around yeah. with? Yeah, and Ryan uh, told me that he because he find I finally got him to watch it, and um, he know he I don't know if you noticed this when when we saw him in the theater, but he could notice like it was lip sync. Did you notice that? I I'd probably be able to notice it now that you brought it up, but I didn't notice it on the first time, which yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Because I mean, can you really blame them? I mean, who, could, who would it be? Would it be right to you know kind of over like kind of try and match, or even mat, try and match you know the real Freddie Mercury? I think that would be. I think that would just be a test you fail right out of the gate. Yeah. So because who who could compare to Freddie Mercury? Besides Freddie yeah. Mercury, absolutely. So you know, that's one of the things. So, um, of but yeah, um, and you said like one of the few good things in that movie. What did you mean by that? Oh, I, I said. Uh, oh, I did say a few. Uh, no, I I did enjoy. Okay, right, let me recant that. I did yeah. enjoy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm thinking at right. a million miles per hour right now. I got off work not just too long ago. Yeah. But, uh, Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury was, per- he that was perfect casting from how I yeah. saw him in that movie. He looked the part, he could sound the part when it, when he was speaking. I mean, mm-hmm. outside of the outside of the changes which we've talked about before, yeah. that movie I still do enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody. I think I'm gonna go pick it up on DVD here soon. I need to pick it up too. So, um, so but um, yeah. So well deserved. So uh, yeah. Um, cinematography, uh, Roma. Oh, just one more, th- just one more thing on uh, Rami Malek. Sure, he's a trooper for having to deal with that, uh, with those fake teeth that they had to put in. His oh mouth yeah, yeah yeah. To give off that dis- uh, that distinct overbite that Freddie Mercury had. Hmm. Because so, but uh, anyway, back to cinematography. Yes, cinematography. Ro- Moving Roma. that camera about. Yeah, Roma Alfonso. Curion, however you say it. Um, didn't see it, but uh, I think I saw the trailer for it, and I'm like, yeah, that looks. That oh oh wait, I'm sorry, I got I got it all mixed up. I completely forgot that we talked about this film before. So, I mean, it was that mech. It was that one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We, yeah, I am, we just mentioned. We just read the synopsis earlier. My, you know, thinking a mile a minute. Yeah. So. But um, that's it's, I looked at it and I was like, wow, yeah, that that looks really good. So it's in black and white. So Ooh, yeah, artsy. Yeah. It kind of gave me a little bit of a Schindler's List vibe. Really? Although I hope it, I I hope to God it is not that dark oh. as Schindler's List because good fuck. God damn. Like because like Schindler's List, great movie, but man, you feel like shit after you watch that. So like like side note, everyone was. So everyone was super down when making that movie like it got oh, yeah. really depressing on set where like when when they were when they were just filming a lot of the more intense scenes it got really it got yeah. really depressing on set 
to where Steven Spielberg got Robin Williams to come on the speakers and tell jokes. Oh, I did not. I didn't know that, but I knew Spielberg like broke down a couple times. Mm -hmm. And he, and he said after that movie, he wouldn't do another movie with the Nazis. (laughs) Well, that's, that's good. Has he done anything with Nazis? No. Uh, as far as far as I've looked at his current low, current uh, current film, his current his current run of movies, he hasn't. Hmm, I mean, the closest thing he the closest thing he's come to doing anything that's clo- any another war movie. Well, he did well. Was it War Horse? No, no, no. Uh, maybe, but well, he also did Saving Private Ryan. Yes. But and I'm pretty sure that that came after Schindler's List. What is it? Hold on. Because I'm pretty sure Schindler's List came out in 93. And Private Ryan came out in like 97? So. Oh, wait. That's that's the difference. Oh, wait. Never mind. He did direct that. Never mind. Yeah, 98 and Schindler's List, 94. Okay, oh, yeah. I need to look up that fact again so I can correct yeah. myself. Yeah. But I was huh. about to say, because I remember how, before I actually watched Saving Private Ryan, I always heard it as, oh, it's a, uh, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm remembering that episode of the Nostalgia Critic wrong. Uh, he was, it was his Animaniac, it was one of his Animaniacs videos, and he mentioned how Spielberg was better at producing than directing at that time in his career and then he shouted Saving Private Ryan is overrated I was always under the impression that he was the producer on that movie and not the director but I remembering that episode wrong and I'm remembering that movie wrong I don't know I think he I think that was still like the 80s and 90s he was still on top as far as directing was concerned but, you know, whatever. I mean, Saving okay. Private Ryan, I still love to death. That movie is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, in addition to cinematography, Roma also won Best Directing. Yes. So, and um, also by Alfonso Curran. How I'm so sorry if I uh, miss uh, butchering his name. So, but uh, so congratulations. Uh, we definitely got to check that out. Yeah, so. so we can have uh-huh. more to say about it. Yeah, we might do a discussion on it on the channel. Now, the so. next three awards that we're going to talk about, I am not surprised that Bohemian Rhapsody got them. He, all three, uh, film editing, sound editing, and sound mixing. It's like so. Bohemian Rhapsody was going to sweep the sound category. It's like, come yeah. on, you're talking of you got a movie about Queen where you're going to be working yep. with a lot of their songs, a lot mm-hmm. of the, you're going to be obviously working around with the acapellas and the vocal tracks. For when you need to take down them, you're just gonna play around with that stuff. It's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what more can you say? So, but exactly. Queen. So. Exactly. Queen. Okay. That's the word so, for. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, production design. Black Panther. I've... Warranted. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, it was up against uh, the favorite reasonable the uh first man which i did not see roma and mary poppins returns i think production design i think yeah black panther definitely earned that because of because yeah. of all the work 
that tends to go into all those really cool settings that a lot of superhero movies like to showcase throughout their runtime. I think I think yeah, Man. Black Panther kind of has the advantage there. Yeah. Now, fa- uh, now the favorite. I haven't seen that, but since mm-hmm. it's a period piece, it can al- yeah. it can also have an advantage in that same area because they have yeah. to go and get all the little details of the time period down. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, our next thing visual effects, First Man won over Avengers Infinity War. Christopher Robin, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. Thoughts? Well, unfortunately, I can't say... I can't have that many thoughts because I never saw First Man. I think... um, It it was directed by the same guy who did La La Land. I still need to see that. Uh, And and it also stars Ryan Gosling. Yes, it does. So, and it's, uh, it's about, well... Neil Armstrong landing on the moon. Of course. So, uh, I I think it's the years lead 1961 to 69, like that whole Apollo mission. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Let me let me give a quick glance at a trailer. Uh, okay. Uh, it looks looks beautiful. Um, I think I think as we I think the issue we run into with these visual effects is that we're all it's kind of like it's kind of comparable to the uh, to the bit wars of the 90s with video yeah. games we're always pushing the technology further it, and further but then we yeah, are we kind of getting to like an apex where we might not be able to tell could be where, so but which which is technically the superior visual wise could be um but i'm looking at the trailer i'm just like yeah okay like because everything at least i'm I'm just looking at a trailer on like a half screen video because i've got the script and the browser on two separate uh windows and i'm just like yeah okay because like it, it all looks like it's really there whereas avengers even though it looks good you know it's CG, so uh, yeah, it's, it's more comic booky. Yeah. And I guess with Christopher Robin, uh, I mean, we talked about it on the third episode he ever did. So uh, yeah, from what I'm scheming here too, yeah, it definitely it does look impressive. Yeah, and uh, Ready Player One, no, no. <laughs> I think Ready Player One can get away with the fact that the. It doesn't look like it's really there. But it's a but dude, it's a visual headache. I, oh oh my god. <laughs> and uh Solo a Star Wars story, uh, uh I mean, I didn't really I didn't really think like there it was the visual effects were good, but I didn't none of them really stood out. Um I mean the the Kessel run was cool, but visually Still. that was pretty that visually that was interesting yeah but other than that you know i don't know so but uh i think we've uh we've pretty much touched on that so anything else visual effects hmm. yeah, I, I, I think that's i i do really want to look into that idea that we're heading to an apex of where that we won't be able to tell the difference that the technology will reach a point where you got to get really down to the specific details 
that make a di- yeah that make visual effects superior or what have you. Right. So uh, I guess if nothing else. Uh, our last or our second to last thing we want to discuss: uh, animated feature. Uh, let me let me find the list here. Let me go fast. Yes. Uh, oh wait, I've got it. I've, and, I've got the okay. yeah, I got it right here. Okay, and the other nominees? Yes, the nominees nominees were... Well, the animated feature that won, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so... Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, so... I think think this is the category that had a lot of stiff competition. Oh, yeah, so because it was up against Incredibles 2 and what else? Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Mirai, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. I I've only, I have only, I haven't heard of the first two you said. Hmm. Oh, Isle of Dogs. That was a uh, what was the name of that director? He's he, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, um, but he's uh, I'll look him up real quick. But he's known for doing very weird uh, uh, weird movies. That he has a very specific style to him. The director it was Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and then we had, uh, I am not familiar with this, Mariah, Mariah, I'm not familiar with that, so I'm pulling that up right now. Oh, oh, wait, oh wait, no, this is not a Hayao Miyazaki film. This is a, oh, dang it, I'm getting ads somewhere else. (laughs) Uh, it, it, it's uh, let me get pull up more information on this. This was a, yeah, it was a Japanese animated adventure fantasy film written and directed by I am going to butcher this, uh, Marmoru Hosoda, and produced by hmm. Studio Chiz, Chizu. Interesting. Or, is it Chiz or Chizu? I don't know. I probably yeah, butchered that. Yeah. Uh, hang on a sec. Okay, sorry about that. No, it's all good. But yeah, so. uh, based on what I'm seeing here, this kind of reminds me. I'm getting Hayao Miyazaki vibes from this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But um, so Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So, it's uh, it's, it's stiffest competition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's stiff competition from all yeah. sides. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was kind of actually expecting. I was actually expecting it to be neck and neck with the with Incredibles 2. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Because I did enjoy Ralph Breaks the Internet, but uh, would I put that as best animated feature of the year? Probably mm. not, but I do love it. Yeah, I get that. So, oh, I, I forgot to I'm, tell you. I forgot to tell you yeah. this. You prob- Have you heard about the after credits scene for Into the Spider-Verse? No. We should have stayed after the credits, man. It would have been yeah. amazing. Yeah, we didn't. Because I've seen it. I've seen it. It's glorious. It, is it on YouTube? Yes. I'm gonna go check it out after we wrap up here. So <laughs> uh, you're gonna love it. Yeah. You are going to love it. <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, I think it was. I think it was well deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad the this type of film this film got a, the attention it did because I think it got did it get other nominations? Um, I am not seeing anything. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't see anywhere else either. I, I think that's the only nomination it got. But hey, I'm glad it won and it did really well and, it, and critics really liked it. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, hopefully those, <laughs> they really, those guys, Phil and Lord, it, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they really stuck it to Disney and just like or Lucasfilm. They're just like, hey, you kick us off of Solo, we're gonna make a better movie. So <laughs> it's like what a turnaround for Sony animated animation pictures am i right yeah you got yeah. You had the emoji and, movie and now you got spider-man into the spider-verse yeah and like everybody hated uh uh the emoji well okay uh, no 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 i've i've got where i was going everybody i think a lot of people thought that movie spider-man into the spider-verse was gonna suck me included i was just like uh not interested I heard a lot of rumblings that people were saying, oh, will this be the movie to save Sony? Well, <laughs> I can't say it wasn't. Yep. So, but, um, yeah. Huh. Anything else to add? You just got to go up to her, put your hand on her shoulder, and go, hey. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think I think I'm good. So uh, so our last uh, thing we want to talk about uh, before we talk about the very last thing we want to talk about short film animated short film bio. Yes. The short film that played before Incredibles two. <sighs> the silence should speak yeah. volumes. Yeah. Oh man, that oh! Even if they didn't win Best Animated Feature, Pixar still has it. Yeah, they still uh, got it. Oh my god! Like when that was over, I'm just like, "Fuck Disney! How am I supposed to enjoy this movie now?" And then you ended up enjoying it. Either yeah. way, <laughs> there are words to describe it, but mm. I think it's one of those things you just have to see. Yeah, like, you can describe it, but I don't think words can do justice for it. For it because no, it's an experience makes you feel yeah. something, like a lot of films yeah. do. But I that's that's this short film's biggest strength. Yeah, what it makes you feel, how it taps into that human instinct, and how it characterizes it onto an inanimate object. Yeah, it shows how film, especially animation, can take these ideas that we know in human nature and present them in like this. It it is very inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what more can you say? It's Pixar. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I I got nothing else to add. So. I guess the last thing we want to touch on is where the heck's the stunt award? Yeah, where did that stunt award go to? Yeah, there's been there's been some talk about like their the how uh, best stunts should be nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So, which the biggest example is of course Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not crazy about those films. I think I've said, but damn, like how is Tom Cruise alive? Well, obviously, it's fucking Tom Cruise, but yeah. still. Like, it, like, if there 
if there are more actors doing their own stunts like Tom Cruise, we we ought to have something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. If there, well, maybe not just doing their own stunts, but like just doing the most like outrageous stunts. And and in order to qualify, you have to not have a hospital bill over this certain amount. <laughs> well, and you, it, uh, and you instantly win if you live and don't have a scratch on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking back to First Blood, the first Rambo movie. <laughs> Stallone actually jumped off, jumped off from that mountainside and into trees, so into a crash pad. So, of course. like he ruptured his spleen, and uh, there's a, a wicked story that goes like when you know that all, that epic scene where he's trying to saw up his own arm, mm-hmm. that cut. Yeah, he went. He actually went to a hospital, a nearby hospital, and said, "Give me some more pain. Give me some more pain medicine, so I can finish it." With the makeup still on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. God so. damn. I, there, I, I don't... Let's, let's just we'll just award these guys for just being able to do that. Or like Absolutely. how uh, Stallone actually got punched when facing off against Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It actually... Oh, it, it nearly collapsed his chest. Like Val yeah. Kilmer got a good punch in the chest, in the chest, and it, and uh, yeah. it, he he was having issues with his heart. He goes to the hospital, and the doctors there asking, "What the heck happened to you?" And he says, "I got punched," <laughs> and they didn't believe him. They did not believe him until Val Kilmer came in, and they were like, "Okay, <laughs> wow." But um, yeah, so uh, give uh, the stunts some noti- some recognition because these so. yeah, especially even the stunt doubles. These people are are putting their lie are are oftentimes putting their safety on the line. Yeah. Now, one thing we want to touch on, we talked about this in I think maybe the first or second episode, maybe the second or third episode we did. Uh-huh. Um, what was it called? Like. They were wanting to add a new category to the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like like participation or yes. something like that. It was yeah. it was uh it was an award. Did, Let me look that up. We'll pause right here. Let me look up the actual term that they use. Okay. Outstanding popular film. Okay, so. I don't think they did that, did they? No. Uh, the latest post of the the latest news article regarding that. Excuse me, excuse me a second. I just had a bunch of wings, so I'm a bit gassy right now. God, eat. Don't eat Buffalo Wild Wings before you're about to do a podcast. <laughs> uh, news. Okay, the latest article. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay, apparently there's a recent article. I was expecting this, the latest article, to be back in uh, uh, back in 2018. Okay, they didn't end up doing it. They announced it, but they nixed it. Oh, okay. Okay, that's well. It's good we cleared that up. So, um, 
yeah. Like you said, I think we said this in the episode. Um, we'd have to wait and see how it would actually be used before we could make any sort of comment on it. You know, because there were a lot of people who were concerned that uh, it would just be kind of a participation award. Yeah, because so, uh, a lot of summer movies could probably get away. Who could probably be nominated for that category. I know a lot of the superhero movies could be nominated for that category given the amount of popularity and revenue that they bring in and just how they're the talk of the public conscious when they ever come out. Like when Avengers came out, that was the talk of the superhero community and the major and the average moviegoer. Infinity War, the same situation. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that so, that kind of gets into uh, muddy territory because that's dealing with subjective opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but um, it was probably for the best that they nixed it. So, but um, yeah, I think. I mean, uh, I, th- I, mean I think we. I mean, I yeah. probably would have liked it. I would. I would have. I'm. I'm. I can't say that I would have liked it because I've never seen it happen. I kind of wanted that to stay around, maybe for just one year, like you said, so we can see what would happen if that category got introduced, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, I think we've, I think we've hit everything we want to see, so, yeah. Yeah. Them, them be the Oscars. Yep. So, um... I didn't. Uh, did you watch the ceremony? Unfortunately, I, I didn't. I, I couldn't because I've got, I've got this little, uh, I got this little, uh, I got this little cable set up. It's just like a, it's a, like a little cylinder saddle, a little c- cylinder satellite. I can only pick up four channels, one of them being CBS. And when I turned it on to watch the ceremony last night, the signal wasn't coming through. It's one of those finicky hmm. thing. It's one of those finicky satellite or antenna. Well, well no, it was. More, it's a more of an antenna where you have to right. move it about to get the best signal. Hmm. Going backwards in time. Yeah, it, it's. Well, anyway, it's because well, anyway. I've got Netflix and YouTube. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I didn't watch it because, but I've heard you know they've become a joke. The Oscars have become a joke. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That kind of delves into territory we're not, because like Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel, and you know of his political views, but we don't talk about that on the round table. Yeah. So, but um, anyway, so I I think that's gonna do it for this mini episode. Alrighty. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in to the filmmakers round table mini episode number one, please. And the final mini episode probably. Um, you don't know that. Yeah. But but make sure to stay make sure to tune in April first for the season two premiere of the filmmakers roundtable. It's gonna be insert positive adjective that is relevant to millennials right now. Yeah, nice one. Okay, thanks so much, guys, for listening, and we will see you on the first. Bye bye. Bye.